Hi there and welcome to uh, this wonderful podcast. I just want to say thank you firstly for joining us <clears throat> and being here. Um, I have to say that there is that first off tweet me at Tea and Toast and please leave a comment and like and follow and subscribe to these podcasts wherever you're listening to. Um, they're just everywhere so it would be helpful if uh, you did join us on that journey. <coughs> Pardon me for coughing as well. Um, I haven't even got some water. So the first thing to suggest is that you go back to listen to some of the other podcasts because um, I have already gone through a series of different things that I'm talking about. So today we're going to be talking about Google Search Engine Console. And if I'm being really honest, I've already said that several times, um, but each time there's a pinging going off and I'm being messaged on devices that I didn't realize were linked to my phone. So if a ping goes off, I do apologize. I, I'm just going to carry on in this case. So today we're going to talk about Google Search Engine Console because we've talked about a number of other things um, more immediately in the last two podcasts, WordPress. Uh, so it feels like there's a natural progression because everything should always center around your website. And the reason why I wanted to, well, I sort of wanted to talk to you about topics and conversations, but my nature is always to try to explain things and discuss things in the moment and not to overthink things. So I will try my best to give you information that's just from my heart. And if you've watched my YouTube, you'll know I just talk stuff and I'll just say something. And it's better that for me, I say things that have meaning and value. Um, rather than scripted. I'm just not the kind of person that is that scripted. And I think looking at the uh, Google search engine console, I have to start with, there are two different types of, well, not just two, but a few types of people that might access Google Analytics. So just on the surface, Google Analytics is different to uh, Google search engine console. And I, would drive to Search Engine Console as a place where if you had difficulty with ranking and you had issues essentially with your sitemap, then it might be somewhere where you go because you can submit your sitemap through Search Engine Console. And I don't really know of anywhere else that does that directly into Google. And there are other tools on WordPress off piece slightly, but they do these things automated and automatically. And if you're with Wix, Squarespace, Weebly, I don't know, Site Builder, GoDaddy, whoever it's with, they might claim to, or they might do this automatically. But a website, especially for the businesses that I'm sort of currently working for and working towards, uh, startups, small businesses, in particular, I'm really keen on social enterprises right now. But how are you supposed to know um, to do this stuff? And that's kind of why I'm here to share that info with you. And Search Engine Console is a place where instead of going to Google Analytics, that Google Analytics is quite heavy for a lot of people. So there are different types of people. Some people might say, yeah, I've got it. I don't use it. Some people say, 
I, I use it. I just don't understand it. And then now I just don't use it. Um, some people more recently, I came across someone who just didn't, they thought that they knew and they, they, they are using that as um, their central source of, they really relate to that. They're going to lean on that bit of Google Analytics all the time, but they don't really know and understand um, what any of the terminology is. And I think often for me, I question and doubt myself a lot. So I go back to double check, look factually, this acronym means this. And I do know um, what they stand for, but sometimes the devil is in the detail. And when you go back to understanding that bit of detail, you'll see new gaps. And I see that all the time in um, when I'm exploring data um, through the national statistics, for example, there, there are different loopholes and um, parameters that need to be got a handle on. So on Google Analytics, it's really important to understand, okay, so I'm currently in this view and I'm looking at the unique users and however long they're on here. Um, but when you're looking in a behavioral view or in a different format, then it will present slightly different information and the parameters for that have changed. Now, Google search engine, Google search console is simple because it kind of just gives you this indication of, look, you've got so many clicks, you've got total number of impressions, your average click-through rate is this. And for me, it's very simplistic and it might not be helpful, but certainly for me to, when I contact my um, my clients and the other businesses that I talk to, this information is sort of well received on a superficial level. So it's nice to have that there because it's quite handy, really. Um, it's nothing too intrusive or you need to think of it. And it's really great for that. And I think some of the other things that you might want to use it for are core web vitals or some of the things. And you can look at more mobility, sort of mobile usage. But there are also, as I've said in the previous podcast about WordPress, there's a million and one WordPress plugins, and you could probably supplement those things with some of the other tools that um, some of I kind of mentioned. Um, but to try and stay on topic here a little bit more, Search Engine Console, for me, the reason why I really wanted to talk to it was not just to give it a mention and say, hey, this is a cool tool to use. It's really to say you, you should be using it because then you've got your sitemaps if you find problems. But there sometimes there might be issues in your pages so you'll have an error of such and there are other seo tools that i would use to to utilize and to get out and aggregate that information but search engine console does it from google's perspective and one of the great things is coverage so under the coverage section it tells me how many valid pages i've got and it also then sort of says, okay, but you've got this many with errors. And I'm going to be honest and say, I seem to have some with errors. Now, the errors I have submitted through using Search Console, I've sort of said to Google, can we, and I can't see exactly where that button is now, actually, trying to look at it. But there is a section where you can um, exclude that. And I think you have to go into it if I remember to open the report and then to look at a link. And then I got the link and then I said, can we exclude this from the, the search on the site? So the hope is that it then ranks the site better because 
it knows that there's a temporary exclusion to this one link. And I did that not just for the one link, but quite a few that it was churning out. Now, that doesn't mean it's a fix because it's only a temporary notice and it's something that we should really get on with and fix. But immediately it's a good action because it supports you. And then to plan that forward is really handy. I think if you're a social enterprise or a small business, like the ones I deal with, this is probably the next level of, oh my gosh, now I need to find someone to get help from. But I suppose that's where I would come in or that's when your uh, web specialist would come in. Um, and it's really cool because you're able to do uh, royal canonicals kind of things and you're able to have these exceptions to the rule and you're able to see if you've got um, issues with your site. And it's just wonderful in that sense that you're able to see from an overview what's going on and for me spotting the errors uh, was great and it was even better because um i think i got an email about it um and then when i got it if, if it was a client i would export the data or take a screen grab and present that to them on the trello board system which is the unique client system i use for communication so it's really great for just having that uh, frame to be able to say, look, this is the performance of how your website's going. Um, and also it's got this URL link kind of inspection. Now, I've just sort of remembered that my main reason for bringing up this is because it is a great tool, but also because some of the links I had, um, <coughs> so some of the links that I had on my website, the ones that were redundant that I've had to, um, put temporary exceptions on. They came from Squarespace. Now, I do not know why, and I cannot possibly give you an answer as to why they still exist. However, uh, I can sort of try and explain the story, um, but you'll see that even though I'm trying to explain it, there's only one half of why I have errors. So on my website, I had these errors, and it was because um, there was an error, meaning it couldn't tangibly get at something and they tended to be these images and from memory luckily i have a good one um i identified quite quickly that potentially this the links aren't on my website and these things might relate more to other websites so if i've pulled images from somewhere else um, then it might be content or broken links but also that there were still things from squarespace that I had. So Squarespace was something that I used temporarily and I threw a bit of money at it, which was good at the time. And it was easy, but not necessarily right. So what I've done is I've managed to identify through memory because I didn't feel like there was any other way, but I identified that there is an issue there that might relate to them. And they would have taken down my page because my entire website, because that's what I asked. However, I still have an account. I don't think it's bad to have an account. I think it's good because another client might say that they're there, they're there, they're, they want to use that. And it's up to me to try and uh, support them. But in supporting them, I need that account. But what I don't need is the stuff that I used to have on there as memory left on their cache that's still being registered by Google 
still being picked up by them and being pointed towards me. So the, the quickest and easiest solution that actually not the quickest, but the best solution is um, to remove that, to delete it from the wherever it is in this case, Squarespace service system. And I've had to have a look at that uh, and I'm still digging out some of the info, but there are often links and stuff that comes back to you from other areas. And if you know SEO, so search engine optimization, then off-page stuff is really kind of crucial too, um, a part of that. And it felt like actually I could have been impacted. Now, I am actually um, in the search console now, just to remind me of the layout of it. And what's really ironic in the action that I took was I'm seeing approximately, um, I'd say a good 70% um, increase on some impressions. And the clicks that I'm getting are good, um, but I'm also getting a lot more in terms of impressions. And I firmly believe that I'm getting a solid number of impressions because the number of because the correlation between search engine console providing me with information and me acting on it and continuously creating content but making sure it's sound and SEO and the correlation between that and my total impressions seems good and consistent. It seems to be climbing and there are clearly troughs, but the peaks are coming back and over period of three months ago so the this report is within the last three months so looking back in the day i've definitely improved massively um and yeah it's just really really good to see that there is an impact there and if you or if you have someone like me who's like a digital support with website brand and all of that stuff um and can ha if you've got someone that you know that can sort of support you with, with, with that stuff, then I'd recommend you diving in and taking a look. And um, if you don't have anyone, you, you've got any questions, then I've got a booking system on my website. So you can, by all means, book in time with me and we can sit and have a chat. And I do the first one for free, which um, sounds a little bit crazy, but it's really great to start that conversation and go, but how are we going to progress from here? So Search Engine Console is definitely uh, one of the must, and it's definitely coming back to WordPress, um, the site kit toolkit that I install onto WordPress, but definitely works hand in hand with a WordPress website. Um, and if you don't have that, and you've got that um, dissonance between that and um, SEO, because you're using some of these other CMSs other than WordPress, then you're going to find it hard, but this will definitely help you. So overall, no matter what, I would say that Google Analytics is great. You should be using it, but Search Engine Console is also really, really good. Um, I just want to say thank you and end that with a big thank you. I'm going to say and suggest that that's um, the, the end of the sort of six, seven bits of the series that I wanted to put together, um, but I'm planning on continuing. So please do join us again uh, for the next session. Uh, I just want to say a big thank you. Um, please tweet me at Tea and Toast. Uh, 
comment, like, uh, and please subscribe and keep following some of these podcasts. Until next time, thank you for listening and see you soon. Welcome to Tim Podcast.